0: Welcome back to Teacher, You Can Do This, where we discuss all things classroom management. I'm your host, Katie G, and I'm excited to get a bit more personal with the podcast session today. Before we begin, I would like to take some time to thank all of the listeners from all over the country and the world who have tuned in for the past two episodes I'm elated to know that my experiences and knowledge have reached others outside of my hometown. I hope that the information provided can be of use and may be used in some capacity, either for yourself or someone that you know who could use a little assistance in the classroom. I greatly appreciate all of your feedback and consistency in walking the road with me on this journey to helping teachers continue fostering their love for their careers and wanting to continue in the profession. Today's episode is a response to some feedback that I received from a listener. Justin Greer from Lancaster, Texas wrote, Love the podcast. My thoughts are, give us stories. We want to hear about your teacher life. I want to be all in the business. So, that's exactly what I will be doing today, putting you all in the business. I will be sharing a true story about an experience from my past that I witnessed as a special education inclusion teacher that involves classroom management. Yes, this tea will be served extremely hot, so gather yourself some popcorn, a nice cool drink of your choice, and sit back and relax for this story time. In a small-town elementary school, there was a teacher named Ms. Smith. Ms. Smith was passionate about teaching and loved her students dearly, but she struggled with classroom management. I was assigned to the room as the inclusion teacher due to some students needing more support during class time. Her classroom was often chaotic, with students talking over one another, disregarding instructions, and engaging in disruptive behavior. The students knew they could get away with misbehaving because Miss Smith struggled to establish clear rules and consequences. One particularly challenging day, Miss Smith planned an interactive science experiment to demonstrate the water cycle. She set up various stations with materials for the students to explore and learn. However, as soon as the experiment began, chaos also began. Some students began splashing water at each other while others ignored the instructions and started mixing different liquids together. A group of students in the back of the classroom became rowdy and began throwing paper airplanes across the room. Miss Smith desperately tried to regain control of the class, but her pleas for quiet and cooperation fell on deaf ears. Frustrated and overwhelmed, she raised her voice which only seemed to escalate the situation further. Unable to restore order, Miss Smith decided to abandon the experiment altogether. She collected the materials and asked the students to return to their seats. The students, sensing her defeat, continued to act out, now mocking her and refusing to listen. As an inclusion teacher, we usually have this lingering fear of stepping on the assigned teacher's toes. Our job is to come in and assist but not take over. I think this fear is apparent due to the fact that most special education teachers do not feel as though they are genuinely welcomed into the general education teachers' classrooms. There is always this feeling of you being just another person in and out of their rooms and that you may be spying on them. Therefore, I tried my very best to stick to my role of being there specifically for my students that needed me. However, I knew that this environment would not be conducive to those same students' learning if there is little to no structure. I knew that Ms. Smith needed to take action on her classroom management and come up with a strategic plan as soon as possible, but did not want to step on her toes. Since it was still pretty early on in the year and her very first science experiment that was given, I knew that if she did not set clear expectations that she would not be able to teach for the remainder of the school year or successfully get through the next science experiment. On that day, I chose to say nothing and hoped that she would go back to the drawing board, think about what went wrong and come up with a better plan for managing expectations and behaviors the next time but boy was i wrong as the days went by the lack of classroom management began to take its toll on almost everyone in the classroom to include miss smith some students and me the learning environment was suffering and students who were genuinely interested in learning felt discouraged and disengaged this classroom was a place of constant chaos and frustration Realizing the impact of her poor classroom management, Miss Smith decided to ask me for help. Once again, I did not want her to feel insecure in any way by stepping up and taking over her room, so I recommended some professional development training that I had participated in before on effective classroom management strategies. Miss Smith quickly enrolled in sessions to attend those same workshops, hoping to gain new insights and strategies to regain control of her classroom. I was very excited to see her take initiative that quickly. Until then, Miss Smith asked if I could help her devise a plan for her classroom and show her how to implement it. I agreed to do so, in agreement with her that she would do her best to implement the strategies when I am not present. She agreed to do so and began to have some success. On a follow-up She explained to me how exhausting it was to constantly correct the behaviors, but I told her to continue, keep going, even though it requires effort. Their allowed negative behaviors were not made in a day, so it may take a few days to reinforce more positive ones. I suggested that she attach a reward to the students who are exhibiting positive behaviors to see how this would make a difference with the rest of the group. On a follow-up, she reported that she had better success with more positive behaviors with the implementation of a reward system. After hearing this news, I knew that Ms. Smith was well on her way to creating a more suitable classroom environment. After attending the professional development trainings, Ms. Smith seemed to have come back better equipped With a fresh understanding of more classroom management techniques. She returned to her classroom determined to make a change. Walking into her classroom was the difference between day and night, meaning that things changed. I saw clear rules and expectations posted in the classroom, as well as the implementation of them. There was also a poster with consistent consequences for misbehavior that she followed through on, and she developed a reward system using Class Dojo to motivate positive behavior. In this classroom, the transformation was not overnight, but with time, consistency, and patience, also dedication, Ms. Smith gradually turned her classroom around. The students began to respond positively to the structured environment, and the overall atmosphere became more conducive to learning. The students who had previously acted out found a sense of purpose and achievement in meeting the expectations set by Miss Smith. I expressed to her that she is indeed a unicorn, and I was amazed to see how hard her work paid off day after day. She thanked me for being a beacon of light for her and said that if it wasn't for my help, she may not have gotten to this point. All of the kudos goes to Miss Smith. I was only a whisper in her ear in hopes that she may become inspired to take the room back to make it better. Indeed, she was able to do that because she did not see me as wanting to control her or her classroom. She saw me as a true collaborator, which is one of the many reasons for having an inclusion teacher in a general education classroom. Through her perseverance and dedication, Ms. Smith transformed her poor classroom management into a well-functioning and nurturing learning environment. She learned that effective classroom management is a vital aspect of teaching and that it requires a combination of possibly asking a more experienced teacher for help, attending professional developments, setting clear expectations, being consistent with those expectations, and remaining positive in it all, which in turn will build positive relationships with the students. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Teacher, You Can Do This. How did you like the storytelling today? Please let me know in the comments below, as well as if you'd like more story times. Thank you for stopping by and tuning into the place that empowers educators one lesson at a time. Until next time, take care of yourself. Bye.